Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hello, here I am. Welcome to the show. It's Nikki Glaser Podcast. It's Tuesday. I'm back in St. Louis with Andrew Collin in studio. Um, we have special guests all this week. I, um, as I said on last Thursday, I announced it on the on um, my ins- on our Instagram story. But I am I have vocal cord damage, damage. That's French for damage. It's not. Um, <laughs> and I need to not talk outside of. My podcast and my contractual obligations. And so I'm a little quiet baby baby, a little baby bird who can't talk no more. (laughs) I love that, Um, like, I can only talk on my podcast, my five other things I'm doing. And, uh, you know, it's just... (laughs) no. Well, I can't talk. I can't hang out with anyone anymore. I can't have... I can't talk on the phone. 
I um, I'm seeing my therapist today because I'm losing my fucking mind not being able to talk or have friends anymore. Um, so I will be talking to her. But other than that, no talking. I was just thinking about why you've been so quiet to me since you got here, and then I forgot that you have vocal rest or yes. you hate me. I don't know what it is. Yeah, you kept looking over at me. It's so <laughs> Andrew forgot. does this thing. I forgot. Do you realize that everyone can see? Do you have peripheral vision? Is that where I could see dead people? <laughs> Let me just bring in our guest. Yeah, there he because is. Because I, I need the help. Uh, today, not only is Owet, uh, Noah joining us from Arizona, but um, back by popular demand and because I just love him so freaking much, you knew him from uh, multiple hundreds of appearances on You Up with Nikki Glazer on SiriusXM. And then he was also on my podcast that I did during quarantine a lot. One of my best friends. He's in New York. He has a new podcast coming out very soon. When is it dropping, Ian Fidance? It dropped it's yesterday. Out. It's called Being Ian shit. with Jordan. Me and Jordan Jensen Bean... have what? Wait, Being Ian with Jordan? Yeah, me and Jordan Jensen have a podcast. We got the Lumineers to do the theme song. And uh, it's like Pee Wee's Playhouse. Oh, I didn't Playhouse. know. I don't know me... who Jordan is. Jordan you have Jensen. so many friends. She's, she's hilarious. You got to oh, know her. She's, she's the, the girl that's in the, in the. I Of course I know who she is. She's so funny. Yeah. She works the cellar, right? She works to sell her every night. She's fucking hilarious. Yeah, she's great. I see great. her clips so, all the time. She's so funny. I Sorry, yeah, I didn't. I was picturing a, a, a boy. Oh, Tell her she's no. a boy name, and I don't like it. Well, I also have a boy in my basement, but he's not part of the show. Uh, <laughs> show him. It's, uh, it's great. I'm so excited. It's be really fun. Be an Ian. It's like a, uh, be, an, be an Ian in prison for the boy. But you got the Lumineers to do the... Well, oh, no, he has a... What it's a shofar. A a shofar? A, yeah, it's a very Jewish thing. The Jewish shofar, Shana Tova. Well, shofar, we're not impressed. So tell me, Ian. <laughs> you went shofar. You used to always bring in a little like slide whistle into the in your, in your jacket. I used to have a slide whistle. Now I have a ram's horn. <laughs> um, Ian Finance is one of the funniest people. If you don't know who he is, uh, maybe ever to live, he. Makes me laugh so hard. He makes he's one of the only people who has conjured pee to come out of my vagina hole when I've been That's around right. him because he makes me laugh so hard. He um <laughs> he just <laughs> he just even when he's sad he's funny. When he's he's he he is all over the place. He is so honest. What else about Ian? He is. I showed him my penis because I thought I had an STD. That's when how... was that? That's we when were... you first met. <laughs> no, we were at a restaurant. We were at lunch with you. We were. We, we went were. Did Ian throw up like your oh, dick doctor did? <laughs> we were at on Oban pain, and Andrew put me in a lot of pain <laughs> when I had to look at his penis. <laughs> Oh, it was really something. You were, why did you get I... on your? You didn't have to get on your knees. Oh yeah, we <laughs> no, were. It was so small. It was so small. I had to. I had to get in there. I've never seen Braille on. Well, a penis. it was just a reflex for him. A guy takes off his pants. Wait. So Ian, you did look at Andrew's penis. What did you think was on yeah. it? You were just having anxiety about. Yeah, I thought I had, might have had herpes, Lies. but it, tur it turns out to be uh, uh, ingrown hair. Yeah. You, Always you an said hair. or mesculum. It was enough to make my oh. doctor throw up, so I thought it was bad. Mol molluscum contagiosum. <laughs> Yes. I love that you knew exactly what it was. He definitely probably ran into something similar before. Ian right? Fidance, how ago. do you know the Lumineers? 
Oh, so Wes Schultz has become a dear friend of mine, the singer. He was at Greenwich Village Comedy Club years ago, uh, and there were like eight people there, and all the comics were going up. They're like, I'm so embarrassed. I'm sorry. The Lumineers are here, and there's no one here. This sucks. And I went up, and I was like, are you really in the Lumineers? And he was like, yeah. I was like, I was in a ska band in high school. I get it. Anyway, and then I just like was myself. You didn't and he care. You yeah, you I didn't you, give a fuck. And you guys start chatting afterwards. Yeah, you're yeah. someone who makes friends with everyone. You are so you're friends with so many people. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I have worms in my brain. Um, I I can't. I, <laughs> you I can't are. You're be just alone. a person that has always been just like a little sponge for friends. I I met you on the set of Bonnie McFarlane's film. Um, uh, anything boys anything boys can do. Hmm. I think yes. is that what it was called. Yes. Yeah, ABC. D. Yeah, I think that was the acronym <laughs> for it. But we met Whoa. because he at the end of the movie, I'm like a murderer and I tie up this guy that I'm murdering and Ian played the guy I tied up. And so we met this like hotel room on this shoot and he just like, I was just like, you are, much like how I met Andrew, just was like, what are you? Like this is, <laughs> will you just be my best friend? please like bring it in and it, you were just so funny and so fun and um and i'm so happy to see your success and to, that that you have a theme song with the lumineers and you have a really yes. cute um intro video for your podcast that i love just you like <laughs> skipping around town just being ian and it's and yeah. you got the lumineers to sing about you like taking it or or giving it to a guy in the ass right well no not a guy just in general I, i'm off guys that was my bowie phase oh you um, are yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was, wait a fun that, that, that was a what phase? My Bowie phase. David Bowie. <laughs> You're on a delay for some reason. Can we alleviate yeah. this? Because it's hell. Why if you have a podcast, a... you got to fix this. Dude, I, I'm... It's like I'm getting a weather report from Al Roker in... <laughs> <laughs> you don't have headphones Hurricane in 1997. Do I need headphones? Yeah, no, I don't think it's the headphones. It's not because Probably, if you can hear me. It's I don't know. It's that reception in the basement. Yeah, are you gonna have guests on this podcast that you do you have on remotely? Look, look, lady, it's fucking twenty twenty two, almost twenty twenty three. We're not doing Zoom anymore. We're not in the middle of a pandemic. It's, it's everything's live. Well, you don't need to. Then you don't need to be on this show then because. That's how you're here, bro brother. Well, you know uh, what? Your studio Fun. looks awesome. Just <laughs> <laughs> you just tried to shut us off, y'all. Um, yeah. Your studio does look awesome. And uh, I love you. how much work you put in this podcast. I hope it's going to be your uh, your your big thing. It, and I think it will be. I think it's going it, to get you. I mean, you are friends with so many people who are huge comics who really believe in you and um, – and everyone's been talking the gospel of Ian for so long. And I think that people are obviously catching on. You did a thing for a while during the pandemic. And I think shortly before it called <laughs> stolen valor <laughs> uh, yeah. where you would just, you know, there's this thing called stolen valor where people, if you are dressed in military regalia <laughs> to get like a discount on donuts or something, like a lot of people <laughs> pretend to be have served just so that they can get laid or get discounts or just like, you know, they have personality disorders and people will film them like, you know, a real veterans will film going up to them and confronting them and being like, OK, what battalion were you in? You're a fucking liar, you pussy. And then they confront them and it's just like really 
fun to watch. So Ian does a thing. How do you do Stolen Valor? Well, I, I, I love Stolen Valor because it, you see the people affected by it around the soldier. Like, it's usually a heavy blonde wife in a mall. And it's some guy that's like, what, what's that? What's that patch on your shoulder? And it's just some overweight autistic guy that's like, my sergeant was in Kentucky. And he's like, Stolen Valor, Stolen Valor, my friends died. Oh my and there's a wife that's like, Keith. Keith, stop, Keith. And he's like, shut up. He's like having a mid-war flashback and videotaping it all. So I go up to people on the street and do the same exact thing, except my wife lives in my head. And I, uh, I, <laughs> I yell at people when they're faking the funk for like wearing a band t-shirt that they don't really like the band or like. Have you ever uh, uh, called out Stolen Valor and been wrong? Like and they're like, actually, I know all the hits. Like, have no. you ever? Yeah, because he'll be like, "Stolen no. Valor, you're wearing checkered Skechers, and you've never been in a ska band." Stolen Valor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the guy's like, "Dude, I was in one for seven years." Dude, one one time, I went up. It was November first, and I was in a like a sketchy part of Queens, and everybody was lined up to go into a bar in Halloween costumes, and I stolen Valored them for it not really being Halloween. And I was like, grow up, it's not Halloween, Stolen Valor. You don't deserve to be Spider-Man. And uh, I forget what happened in the video, but I, I they really, really didn't like it. You really, um, is there, is there ever a part of, do you, are you only able to do that stuff because you can flee the scene right afterwards? Because I'm pretty good at being able to do embarrassing things like that as long as I'm able to like flee. And then I watched certain people, like I've been watching Nathan Fielder's new show, and he will do things that are uncomfortable, not like that, but just, you know, things that make people uncomfortable or make people go, what's wrong with that person? And he'll sit in it. Are you someone that can sit in in things? Because I think you, you kind of can, can't you? I mean, I can and I can't. I mean, I think that's why I have so many friends because I have a hard time sitting with self. So I'm constantly like on yeah, the go. Yeah, you can't sit at all. Yeah, yeah I mean, your I'm legs twitching already. Um, how did you even get that fucking sleeve of tattoos on your leg with how much you fucking twitch? I know. It's probably the only, the only time, time his leg stops. When I have a needle in my body. Um, so Well, the last time that Ian and I hung out, um, I was in New York and I was going through a breakup for three days. And <laughs> so Ian was also going through a breakup. Oh, sorry, and, Ian. Um, yeah. And he and I was like. I for the first time ever I've you know during breakups I've I've dyed my hair brown before I've gotten bangs I have uh, I got break I got uh, Invisalign which I still ha I'm having from the time that I got it broken <laughs> up like I just needed to change it's, something. It's so funny to imagine you not getting Invisalign and just getting adult braces after a breakup. <laughs> like you look like With a secretary bands. to dentist's office. Just like what? <laughs> <laughs> Just wearing your night gear all the time. Now, in my next break, I'm going to stop wearing my Invisalign. Oh, show I'm them. Go back <laughs> yeah. to crooked teeth. So then you'll never get a guy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It looks yeah. British. That is no true. <laughs> um, oh, sure. oh, I'm no. sure there's people listening that are British. Wait, so Ian, Ian was like, man, I want to get a tattoo. Like, I forget what, I, or I said it, because I was like, for the first time in my life, I kind of want to get a tattoo. Like, I want... I, I don't, I know that it's so cliche to, to have a thing that you do after a breakup to really like you cut your hair or you get a new style or you do, you know, blackface or something that really just changes the way you look. But I know, that's there's why something I about getting people. a tattoo that's like the before and after. 
So every, wait, so every it sends a message to the person that gonna hurt be? you that goes, or that that you feel was your past life that I've moved on. Like mm-hmm. you used to love the girl you used to love didn't have tattoos. Now I can't go. Like you will never love me. I'll ruin the person that you thought that you had. There's something in it about that. So what were you um, gonna get? And I also, well, I'm gonna get to that, but oh, I also swastika. was thinking like. Um, how do you always read my mind? <laughs> it's on your forehead. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a temp that I got this weekend. <laughs> so, but I was realizing that I think now it is more cool to not, to be proud that you don't have a tattoo, mm. to not get a tattoo because you're like, I don't have a tattoo and I'm in this special club is actually cur oh, okay. than having a tattoo. Now you can still not have a tattoo if you're just like, oh, I just don't want a tattoo. But if you're not getting a tattoo and you want to get a tattoo, but you're not getting one because you want to remain pure and different than people that get, that get tattoos, you are actually doing the opposite of what you think you're doing and you are actually cur. And my, I've convinced my sister of this as well because she wants to get a tattoo too oh. and we are both um she's gonna be divorced pretty soon uh, based on that no um but she wants to get one too and so I-, I did not get one but ian and i were like thinking about what to get and we were like drawing things in a notebook and i think we landed on something ian is going to get a tattoo that i recommended to him ian will you get that one that i recommended what one was it oh well i thought that you would remember it's um <laughs> It's well. There's there's this meme. Have you guys ever seen the meme? Oh, like, oh, yes, uh, yes, 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 okay. yes. Will you yes. describe it? Yeah. Okay. So it's like, um, it's a dinosaur. Co- like it's a it's a cartoon comic T-Rex. of a dinosaur yeah. of a T Rex comic stand up comic, and it's four panels, and the dinosaur says like a joke, and then he says a s- setup, and then he says a punchline. And the punchline is like so incredibly bad. And then it, you see the people in the crowd and it's other little dinosaurs and they look so scared and awkward. And it's such a fun thing to send when someone doesn't respond is, to you in a text. Yes. And Ian is one of the best people with memes and gifs, like gifs, however you want to say it. He is just an expert at sending the perfect thing that will make you laugh so hard. If you have the privilege of ever being able to text with Ian Finance, he just sounds the funniest shit ever. But he sent this one time and there's this little dinosaur in the background of it. Now, I want you guys to go find this. Just type in dinosaur stand-up comic meme, meme. M-E-M-E. And then look at the cutest little dinosaur in the back of the table. Because there's like a table. There's a bunch of tables of dinosaurs. And there's this little dinosaur that is so adorable. And I guess he's a little like, uh, uh, you know, what's the ones that fly? uh, Pterodactyl? Yeah, he's a little pterodactyl. And he's so (laughs) cute. And Ian, I want you to get him so badly. And I will get him too if I end up getting like lots of tattoos. I will end up getting that. Now, tell me the difference with tattoo culture. I recently heard there's this comic. Who's the the female comic? Really pretty. Natalie Cuomo? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, she has a ton of tattoos. But she was saying on her Instagram, I think she's really funny. And I like her a lot. She, um, She was saying that she was like, not all of these tattoos are, God, there was a word for it, like, when a, you get Good. a tattoo and it's just, like, spur oh. of the moment. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I is mean, it called? Then, There's, like, tattoo culture where they're, like. Impromptu? No, Lash. it's, like, it's a cool word. 
Flash. That's it. She's yeah. like, now nah, these are not all flash. These are patchwork. This is not a sleeve. This is intentionally not a sleeve. Everyone's saying like, you should get a sleeve. I don't want a sleeve. It sleeves don't age well. She had like all this. It was like interesting to hear like mm. the thought process behind tattoos because it seems like it is so willy nilly, much like yours were, Andrew. Yeah, mine were a lot of thought. This was because a jaguar. I like the face. Of, I was going to get a tiger, but then I was like, everyone has a tiger. So now I went to Jacksonville Jaguar. Oh, it's nice. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. You just yeah, got one. That, did you just get that one on your knee? No, I've had this. It's a Jaguar with a dagger through its head. Yeah, this oh one's just God. more chill. This one's just hanging out. This Ooh, is before yeah. he started drinking. <laughs> this is the Jaguar before heroin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I got I thought there were a ton of Jaguars in Florida. I learned there were none. I didn't even Google it before I got it. And then and then I got a palm tree because I knew those were in Florida. You're missing the two big mistakes though which are oh, the writings on yeah. the wall <laughs> yeah puddles your first pot, your first yeah i don't know i'm probably switching the name jackpot first or puddles puddles first and then jackpot i got and you got separately two yes. different days yeah yeah jackpot was at a real shitty place in west village and i think they they weren't it wasn't centered the guy didn't even have his station set up he kind of did i don't know i don't even know if they were open do you look at that tattoo and go what was i thinking or are you just like oh because i kind of like tattoos when it's a bad decision because i like i've said this before i like when i have scars on my body from like day you know when i did last comic standing in chicago in 2006 i remember i was walking to a starbucks and the door cut me on my hand and i still have a scar from it and it just reminds me of that day and i think that's, it's so cool and it was I've, that's why i like it and i want tattoos because of that that's what tattoos are. Everyone's like, it's got to have meaning. No, the tattoo itself is meaningful for the time in your life that you got it. All my tattoos yes. tell a story, bitch. Yes. Um, <laughs> no, I can't see the sign you're holding up, but I do want to know, Noah, do you have any tattoos? Because I don't think you do. I don't have any tattoos. I'm glad that I never got the tattoo that I really wanted, which would have been like at the age of 16 or 17 and it would have been Axel Rose's face like on my entire no. back. No. <laughs> Jesus. Wait, no. And then the word ro rocket queen. What? What does that mean? Why? It's, it's I didn't know because you were I was obsessed a Guns with like a Stevo thing, like your whole back would have just been I, Axel's I was obsessed, face. I was obsessed with Axel Rose. And it, it but was it's just such a gamble to get his face because those can be so bad, Noah. Like, faces are so tricky. Do you have any faces, Ian? Uh, no, but also Axl Rose gained a lot of weight, so you would have had to put on a lot of back fat if that happened. <laughs> just to keep it. Yeah, with his cornrows. Current. Wait a second. Ian, do you have any portraits on you? No, I don't really like tattoo portraits. I, I truly like Flash. I, I like the old... American traditional style tattooing, what what is on the wall, what you see is what you get, and you just piece these yes. pieces together. I, I really love roses, butterflies, uh, skulls. I, I just like it. I, right. I think it looks really neat. I um Jennifer Aniston has a tattoo of her dog's her dead dog's name on her foot, oh. so that she can remember his name. I mean, it's it. it I, she has it on her foot, and I. Um, Is that what you were thinking about getting Luigi? Well, yeah, but I, I, I have to kill him first. He has to die, so I'm gonna put him down because I really want to get it. That was a joke I did on Conan, <laughs> and it didn't go well on Conan either. Um, <laughs> I, no, I was just thinking about like, 
Do you really have to wait for him to die? Though? No, 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 you no. You could probably I'm get him. I'm gonna actually pin. get. Um, if I, I think the tattoo I would get is Kirsten draws really cute drawings, and she Kirsten's my best friend since fourth grade, and she draws like these amazing little drawings, and her husband has their all their animals of Kirsten's drawings like on his arm, and they're so cute. She just does the best drawings, and she's it's one of my favorite things about her. Is, you Where know, would you put it? And so she drew me a bunch of Luigi's. I want to get it on the bottom of my foot because I want it to be. I know this is weird, but I want it to be my secret. I want it to be. I want to have a tattoo that no one knows I have, not even like Yourself. my lovers. Like I want, I want it to be for me. I want it to be my own joke with myself. If, yeah, because I feel like I, I want to have things that I feel like I give. I always share so many things, and I never have any secrets, and I just never have anything that I keep to myself. And I want something that like has. And maybe not even Luigi, something that no one even knows about me that means something to me that is a private thing that I've like been through. I don't even know, but I honestly, I got to get something that's private because everything <laughs> I fucking share with everyone. So let's take a quick break and come back with more with Ian Fidance and me telling things that um, I'll never be able to get tattooed on me because they are secrets. Right after this, Andrew. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, Self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the Sassy Girl Bomb Grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com/audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com/audio. That's carshield.com/audio. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. 
you'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name is Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready. You know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Um, so we're doing something a little special on the show today. I am stacking um, the <laughs> guests this week and uh, for weeks coming up because I I didn't finish what I was saying, but I, I got... Um, I have polyps on my vocal cords and I had a hemorrhage and my vocal cords are bleeding and have been damaged for many, many, many years. And I may never even remember what it was like to not have damaged vocal cords. I don't know what happened to me, but at some point um, something happened and my vocal cords have been, I've been operating with damaged vocal cords for my whole entire career. So I'm very excited. I'm getting surgery September 6th or 8th, I think. And um, so there we'll figure out what to do in the podcast for that. But I will be back better than ever. And I'm not scared. I'm not in pain. It's just the way it sounds. And I have to be on vocal rest. And I know I don't sound any different than I have before. But that's because my I have been uh, walking on broken legs my entire yeah. career. And I continue <laughs> to. But I'm getting them fixed. You might so, as well go all out if you're getting the surgery. I, I was thinking of getting like a facelift at the same time and also um, getting my I'm getting because I have to take three weeks off where yeah. I don't talk at all. Yeah. And so I can't do any work. Essentially, I can't do anything. Please don't tell my book agent that I literally can't do anything because I don't want to write a book during this time. I really want the time off. Um, and I was thinking of getting um, a BBL. everything I want to get done. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, BBLs are out now because Kim Kardashian's getting all her fat sucked out now, and now it's it, it's now now my ass is back in. Oh, and right <laughs> when my fucking flat ass is becoming in again, I'm getting an ass. It's like the, nothing is working. Okay, so um, so I'm bringing in guests all this week, and up until my surgery, we'll have guests, and then once I have my surgery, we'll see what happens. Um, and you can send your flowers to uh, 4642. I'm just kidding. Uh, that was close, right? <laughs> Andrew close. looked at me like, you're going to give the real address? It's like, no. I mean, I don't know. You're real into flowers now. Oh, I, would, yeah, I, I really could do see like you, flowers. Uh, um, but uh, so today I also am um, I'm not able to do press anymore. I'm not able to do interviews. Nothing extra. I mean, I have a contract with iHeartRadio. I have a contract with um, certain TV appearances, so I am still keeping those, and those are the only times I am talking in my life. I don't get to talk socially anymore. I don't get to do anything else outside of that. And so when I got approached to do a radio interview, 
by a nice gentleman on Instagram in my DMs. I said, uh, I would love to do it, but we're going to have to do it on my podcast because I, that's the only time I can talk. So um, with us today is Justin. Um, Justin, where are you from again? I am from Long Island, uh, Nassau County, and uh, I've been a fan of yours for so long. So it's such an honor to get to talk with you right now. I'm so excited to talk to you. So you said that this and then this interview is for it's for my college. Graduated from there a couple of years ago, and then I ended up, you know, working there. And uh, I have a show that kind of features pop culture, and I love talking about comedy. So I figured uh, get one of the hottest rising stars in comedy who's. Uh, been kicking oh, ass rising. for the last. No, Thank you're, you're you. Up there. You're... Thank <laughs> you so much, Justin. No, I, I love being called. Oh, Ian, you take a you take a backseat. Ian Finance is here. Yes. Um, but Justin is. Um, so we are. So this will air on Justin's radio show. Justin, where can people find your radio show? What is it called? It's called the Radio Rumble. And you know, uh, you were talking about having surgery. Uh, I had surgery yeah. a few years ago, and I've I've never talked about that on the radio. My surgery involves. Uh, I can't believe I'm saying this. It's called anal fistula surgery, and it was... We know a lot about it, man. It was... Well, you got, I'm listening. There's a guy right here, Mike. <laughs> it was the um, worst. My podcast co-host, Andrew Collin, has um, a- anal fissures and had that same surgery, yeah. right? Yes, I had the exact same surgery. Uh, did you? Did they tear your tushy wider to help the fissure, which is weird? No, so there's a difference between a fissure and a fistula. I've had fissures okay. as well, but basically it's it's no good. <laughs> the bottom half is just it's a mess. I know what a fistula is because of an Oprah episode in the late nineties, early two thousands about women who um in sub Saharan Africa for some reason, oh, when they get like clitorectomies or something, they get fistulas, which are ex- essentially holes. That's how I got it. Between the lining between their uh, anus and their vagina, and so they will have anal leakage into their vagina. Yes. Oh. And so what what was going on? So you had a fistula, which is a hole, man. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. So then the hole would like fill up and it would just grow oh. this like engorged uh, sort of thing. And it would burst like every three or four years. This would happen. Oh, man. To the point where... <laughs> so then eventually I was like, I need surgery on this. And uh, I finally got it. And I have had no issues since. So it's been like three years. I, That's really love, interesting because, well, thanks for sharing yeah. that. What, Ian? I, I love how you toughed it out for four years of like, you know what? I got a hole in my hiney <laughs> and uh, it's well, bleeding into thing. my this penis. Is what people I, do. I did the same thing. It'll go I did this, is, this is what people do. It is so rare that someone actually gets surgery when they need it or like addresses problems when they need it. It always, it always becomes something that people address once it's, gone past the point of no return. Like the only reason that I'm getting vocal cord surgery, I've been told for years, like, yeah, there's something going on. I went to go see a specialist. They told me I had polyps. They said I needed surgery. And then they were like, you don't need it today. But it's, and it's just like, you just, you just wait until it's so bad that you can't do anything anymore. And the same thing for you, Andrew. Like it's, it's just. Yeah, I had uh, the Fisher stuff. And yeah, you, because what happens is, is like, 
it, it comes and goes. So if anything comes and goes with anything in life, you're like, oh, well, it's good for four days. I'm fine. Yeah. You know, if it's every day and then it starts becoming less, more and more every single yeah. day and that's when you finally take care of it's it. It's like anything. It's like alcoholism. It's like a, a drug addiction. Like it always starts like, oh, this is manageable. I can drain my fistula <laughs> yeah. every when it starts acting yeah. up. Because I had a thing called a ranula. Look up a ranula. I think I've talked about it before. <laughs> I used to chew so much gum because I had an eating disorder and I would just chew gum in between meals to prevent myself from eating that I got abrasions inside my mouth because of just like overuse and it would callus yeah. and it would block my t- my uh, tongue duct, like the, my saliva Your duct. And it would, r- ranula is Latin <laughs> for bullfrog, like the bullfrog's like bubble. And so it would look like I had a bullfrog's bubble and it, I would have to pop it with a needle and I would do it all the time. I would do it at work and I would just drain it because it was just like saliva inside of but it. But would you sterilize this needle? I mean, I would like do, you know, <laughs> do with yeah, a yeah. fucking mat lighter, you know, whatever that does. And over time, I started getting a callus on the thing itself because I was just stabbing it so much. So then I had, by the time I went and got it done, it was so embarrassing because he goes, what the hell have you been doing? <laughs> And so that's um, you're not like that why radio DJ had, in Long Island with yeah. official. Well, this is not Dude, why I had my... Justin on the show. Justin wanted to interview me about my career, but I love that. Speaking this, of official, this is so off, often what happens in interviews is that we will always go off topic and just start sharing things. Uh, and I'm glad you admit it because I'm sure there's listeners out there. I mean, I don't know. Um, you probably have a, a couple dozen. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure one of those <laughs> has known someone who <laughs> who has experienced this or has some embarrassing kind of ailment that they're like, I've never told anyone. So I appreciate that. Um, so let's uh, let's begin the interview. I guess. Yes. Let's. Yes. <laughs> Good thing we didn't curse. We just talked yeah. about holes in our butts. Oh yeah, one of our one of our guidelines was that we can't curse because this is uh, you know airing on terrestrial yes. radio. Uh, well, I yeah, can I can edit everything, so so we're good. But uh, I do want to thank your ah, uh, St. Louis Cardinal. <laughs> oh, come, Ian, come Ian, on now. Fuck you, dude. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, okay, seriously, guys, don't don't make it. don't. Justin's got a big course load of work. It was at, all together. I, I knew. Yes. Yeah. He doesn't go there anymore, but it, he doesn't want to have to. He's still hanging around thing, college kids. Yeah. Um, Justin, okay, so you were saying about the Cardinals. Yes, the Cardinals. They're, your Cardinals uh, swept the Yankees, and uh, I just want to thank you guys because I'm a Met fan, and I, I needed to, you know, have that for going into this week. I, I despise the Yankees, and uh, I, you also this year did something with the Cardinals that I just found yeah. out. Uh, it was Nikki Glazer Day. Uh, I guess at Bush Stadium, and is it still? Yeah, you missed it. And you threw out the first pitch. How? how, how yeah. Was... Wait, wait. The Yankees just got our one of our guys. I I know a little bit about sports, and all I know is that my driver the other day was like, "Ah, Bader's going to the Yankees." Yes, and he's injured, so take him. Have fun, Bader. Harrison Bader. Uh, was a player for the Cardinals. Is he already when they get traded? Do they leave like the next day? Pretty much. Yeah. 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 Is it like a breakup where it's like we're mo- I'm moving out now? He Jonathan. got a tattoo and left. So he so he leaves because it would be so awkward if he had to like suit up the next day and everyone's like you just decided no that to is what happens. So no, but like, I mean like if he had to suit up with the Cardinals. Oh okay. Like yeah. show up again. So he left. So he 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 played the Cardinals this weekend. Yeah, and uh, they they. Whoop the Yankees ass the Cardinals, but you threw. Is that awkward? I would assume it is. You know, you're you're in the trenches with these guys. You know, in their locker room for for years, and then you just 
leave, but that's just what happens with sports. There, you know, it's it's all about money, and and uh, there's no real loyalty you know. in sports. Well, Harrison Bader was living in our apartment complex, and we I would see him riding his uh, the scooter yeah. around those little lime scooters. And so when my sister and I went to the game one time, we just and he went up to bat. We just kept going. Ride that line, Bader! Ride that line! <laughs> scoot that scooter, Bader! Scoot that scooter! Like- and so if if Yankee fans or, you know, Mets fans want to harass him. You know he's from New York. Oh, he's yeah. Fr- I think oh, he's so from he's, the city or something. Back. Yeah, he's going back home. All right. Um, so, yes, it was Nikki hat- Blazer Day. Is this hat backwards or did you cut the brim no, off? No, it's backwards. It's backwards. the backwards. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I thought he cut. The, I thought it was a new style. It could be. Maybe yeah, I'll, no. I'll bring that. He, uh, so, this doesn't look like a guy. <laughs> when you threw out that you know, first pitch, changing the trend. What, 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 yeah. How was? How did you deal with that sort of pressure? I'd rather talk about your fistulas again than my first pitch. <laughs> hey, I'm all for that. I could talk about the fistula all day. That was. Um, okay. When I threw out the first pitch, what do you want to know? Like, like, what what difference as far as like anxiety is is that like compared to going on stage? So different. So different because, you know, going on stage, that's something that I feel like I'm an, I am an—I am an expert at at this point. I feel like I've gotten my 10,000 hours, so I'm just very confident in that way. And throwing out the first pitch is the number one thing that I'm, I'm most insecure about. I, uh, I'm not joking you. I would have rather throw out the first – like I would have rather throw out the first fist into my asshole. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. I can't say that. It, on, on home plate. Or wherever the, then threw out the first pitch. I, I would have rather done anything than any sports. But you, but what the truth is of it, Justin? I was asked to throw out the first pitch because E was promoting my show, Welcome Home, Nikki yes. Glazer, that has already um, not been picked up for a second season on E. So maybe it'll find a, a home elsewhere. Thanks a lot for everyone watching to it, me. but it wasn't enough. Um, and so. Tubi. So yeah, find it on Tubi this fall. Um, <laughs> to be canceled. Yeah. So, and I love that they don't say canceled anymore. They're just like they're not picking you up, and it's like you mean canceled? Um, yeah. Which, this is my third show canceled, we- so I don't care literally at all. Do not send your condolences. Don't care. I'll be fine. Um, but uh, the thing about it is that um, I I did not want to do it. I only threw out the first pitch because I was living every dream of my male friends who are just like, that's the coolest thing, you get to do that. And so <laughs> I often I often say yes to things, Justin, that I don't want to do, but I because it's someone else's dream and I know that they would like kill for that opportunity, I do it for them. But I really, I asked first if I could instead sing the national anthem and they said that Robinson Elementary was already doing that gig and that got booked <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> Six months out, they booked the first pitch like two weeks out, and then they booked the, the national anthem like a year in advance. I so, mean, to, uh, in her defense, though, Nikki did go all the way to the top of the mound. She went. Yes. Well, I didn't know you didn't had a choice not to. A lot of people just go no from one, the grass. No, first yeah. of all, no one gives you any fucking direction. <laughs> did they let me warm up beforehand? No. Did they give? Did they tell you anything? Literally nothing. You get nothing How beforehand. The pitch? And How so, was the pitch? Um, it was t- it was bad, but I will say this: I did practice a lot before that pitch. And Andrew Collin is here to say that no matter what you see from that first pitch, will you tell people based on what you thought I was capable of and what you think most girls who have never pitched in their life are yes. capable of? What percentile do you put me in? 
If for girls I mean, with my all age those... who have never pitched in their lives. <laughs> I mean, in that case, top 1%. Thank you. Yeah, I no. Mean, so you... that's pretty good. Yeah, no. For someone that's never thrown, who claims to be the most unathletic person ever. Right. Who's 86 years old, who has no no vocal cords. Right. I mean, you did gigantic bunions. Lou Gehrig's disease. <laughs> You did better than today, today, today. So I, I, I was. It was something I tried in practice, but it was something Justin that I would had to um, let go of being too like caring too much about because if I cared too much about it, it was there was no world in which that was going to go well for me. There's no, there was just no world in which it was going to be something that I was going to be proud of, and and so now it's something I don't even like to talk about it. And I'd like to move on actually to the next question, yes. if you wouldn't mind, <laughs> it, Justin. It was better than Baba Booey, so I, I think you have that going. Thank, yeah, that is true, but you know that's not saying much. I uh, think he a, threw it. What a high him. bar. <laughs> Well, you, met, you mentioned the reality show, the Welcome Home, Nikki Glazer. Yes. Were you uh, like weary of involving your family on, on a TV show like this? Because we've seen it before with like Hulk Hogan and his family, and it went to shambles. Right. Were you like worried about you're yeah. going to Hulk Hogan your family and just like tear them apart? You know, I wasn't, and that's a great question. And I've did so many interviews about the show, and no one asked me uh. that. And I think it's a great question because it wouldn't be one that I would even think to ask because it wasn't a question I even thought to ask myself before I did it. Because it does, if you look at the track record of what these shows do, like you know, the newlyweds, the Osbournes, it kind of like fucked up their family. Mm -hmm. um, Jessica Simpson, Nick Lachey, like literally every single family that's done a reality show i don't think it's really done any good for them but and i will say that it um th the interesting thing about it that that i will say that i did not expect because i thought you know my family has a great connection that we're that we're just doing this for fun we're n none of us really want to be famous i already like have achieved that for myself i'm not looking to get anything out of this that i don't already have and none of them are looking to like steal the spotlight the thing that did um did come up that was unfortunate was that in these pr like interviews where you get interviewed privately uh, apart from the show you know you see these reality shows and then they'll cut yes, to, they'll yes. show a scene and they'll cut to a person talking about the scene and you always watch those scenes and you go bitch don't you know the person that you're talking about is going to watch this someday <laughs> and you're going to have to like answer to that because you know them in this circumstance <laughs> like you know whatever bachelorette or oh, like, I thought you were talking about like your own wife. personal stuff no like oh. you just go I always go do you think they're not going to see this yeah. like anyone on below deck like and um and I I did have that happen to me where I saw interviews that my mom did or my or my dad did or you know that um my boyfriend did not really my boyfriend but um even that i did that i had to answer to after the fact where I, you just get in there and you say stupid stuff or you just it's a long day and you try to like give them whatever you think they're kind of like wanting to you to say to shape the show not a lie but just something that might be a little bit exaggerated and then um afterwards it airs and, and your mom's not talking to you for a couple of days and you realize something's up and you finally go what's going on and she's like you know what i was really hurt by what you said on that and then you go mom i didn't mean and then it's a whole thing so um it it did not it did it did not hurt my family actually it actually brought us a lot closer and that conversation in particular that i had with my mom that she got upset about was uh really good for us because it it cleared the air much like you know arguments often lead to like oh you're better than you were before okay well i am uh short of time i had like 
75 million questions I want to ask you. Do you want to no, get one yes, more question? Yes, yes. Okay. So, hmm, hmm, what should we go with? Oh, I have an idea for a show. Maybe you could uh, take this because, you know. You see- <laughs> That's not a question. Well, well, <laughs> yeah, you're just yeah, pitching, pitching now, Joe. Okay, well, uh, well, we won't use that first one. First pitch. How about this? Opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. Mine. So, so my question, I, this is like a basic question I'm sure comedians get all the time. But, you know, in this day and age, uh, you know, I feel like everything is, is, is basically getting it's harder and harder to push the envelope with content without receiving backlash. And I'm sure you've received backlash countless times for some of the raunchy stuff that you've said. Do you feel like this is only going to get worse? Do you feel like uh, it's, it's... Did you hear Andrew's sigh when you asked that Why? question? Andrew, do you know that your sighs are audible? No. <laughs> Andrew just goes... <sighs> I said I said PC. <laughs> I knew where it was going. I mean, <laughs> it's a good question, and you're right. Like, So what was the question again? Sorry, the, the end of the question. Like, Do you think this is only going to get worse, or do you think like it's cyclical, so maybe in like 10, 15 years, people aren't going to care as much? Cyclical. Like, It's not going to matter, really. It, I think... Yeah, I think it's good. I think it'll be cyclical, and I do Can think I that. In? Um, I always, yeah, please, Ian. What do you think, Ian? Finance, I, everyone. I, if if you're listening to Justin's radio show, you can listen to Ian's new podcast called Being Ian, and it's now available everywhere you get podcasts. Ian Finance, uh, what do you have to say about us? Thank you. No, I just think the funniest part of this question is you think the world is going to exist in ten to fifteen years. Uh. <laughs> I know that's that's really is a good point. Um, yeah, I uh, I do think I don't think envelopes will even exist because everything's digital now, so there's no envelopes to push. And also, um, I, that's a great joke. Uh, cut to meme of those dinosaurs blinking silently. Um, so I I I, I always think <laughs> I think that, um, I think uh, I always just say whatever I want to say because. I am never trying to hurt anyone. And if I do, I usually apologize for it. And I don't have, I think the problem is when people are like, I'm never going to apologize. Never apologize yeah. for a joke. It's a joke. Fucking take a joke. It's so yeah. and like so lame. Just a, <laughs> if you hurt someone's feelings, do you, does anyone really want to hurt someone's feelings? I mean, that is an insane a, thing to want to do. I'm, I'm a comic. We don't apologize. And so what if I yeah, go to the bank exactly. in blackface? I'm not saying I'm sorry. I'm saying give me right. my cashier's check and let me get out of here. That is a great James A. Caster impersonation because that is exactly that bit that he does. Have you seen that? I'm a stand-up no. comedian. I tell jokes. If you can't take a joke, mm-hmm. maybe you shouldn't listen to it. I'm a stand-up comedian. If you can't take the truth, don't listen to my shows. I'm a stand-up com- Like, it is like this, like... It, these guys, these guys that talk like that, beware if you're a comedy fan and you like anyone who says that they're like, if you can't take a joke, then you're not cool. Or like, I'm never no. going to apologize. You can't handle the truth. This is a fucking idiot who really is not a smart person, who is really just a, a, an egomaniac, probably a narcissist. And the if anyone truly wants to use comedy to hurt people's feelings and make them feel bad about themselves... You're a bad person, and um, that is a different thing than comedians who just want to make jokes to, you know, make jokes. Yes, yeah, sometimes you're going to hurt people's feelings, but and sometimes 
I, I argue like a joke is so funny that I don't care if it hurts a couple of people's feelings. But if those people's feelings do get hurt and they write me and they want money back from the show that they paid for because they were so uncomfortable they had to leave, I will give the, I will Venmo their money back. I've always said that. I will always do that. But just write me a letter, DM me like you did, Justin, and tell me why I have it wrong, why I offended you, why I ruined your night, because that's not my intent. But I do hope that people can, you know, laugh at themselves and not get offended as much and not use being offended as like a personality trait, like get tattoos or something, do something else to set you apart because using being, being offended is not, is it's like saying that you like the office. It's not interesting or that you like whiskey and tacos, like get a personality, like actually get a hobby because being someone who gets offended about everything is not interesting. And it's not a personality. And, of, and yeah. offending people on purpose. But if you're transgendered person. and you're like standing up for transgendered rights, or if you're not transgendered and you're standing up for transgendered rights, that's different. I, I do think that is part of my personality. I do. I'm what? a trans rights activist for sure. And I do get offended by jokes that are not funny about. But I've made jokes, you know, about trans people uh, because, you know, I did the roast of Caitlyn Jenner. And or, uh, you know, Alec Baldwin and, and made jokes, but they were done not in like hatred of trans people and wanting to make yeah. them feel worse about themselves and want them to like go away and stop going in little girls bathrooms or whatever the fuck people think. Um, it was just done to make a joke that they, you know, they have bigger feet than, you know, people who were born cis women or something. It's just like, you know, it's based on it's la laughing about facts rather than my me trying to hurt someone so with that said i'll uh finish up yeah and if anyone has a problem with what she said like all your freaking yeah. listeners tell Just them go to, on Reddit to shove it in <laughs> and an i'll read it someday late at night and yeah. it'll make me want to cut myself because that's what happens yeah but she's cutting herself to offend you and that doesn't we and, don't care either we don't even care I'm cutting my granula underneath my tongue and it needs to be <laughs> yeah. drained yeah, she's been doing that for years. <laughs> Ian, I beat you to it. Uh, Justin, thank you <laughs> thank so much you. for letting me have this chaotic interview yes. with you on my podcast. I appreciate it so much. Um, and yeah, uh, thank you so much. Go we'll Mets. be right back after this. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, Self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the Sassy Girl Bomb Grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. 
So to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the show. We are now Justin Liss, but we are here with Ian Finance, who has a new podcast called Be an Ian. And yes. um, so I'm on uh, vocal rest. We're trying to... I'm not trying to talk as much, even though I've talked a lot this episode. Ian, um, Andrew, why don't we play a little game? Noah, do you have a game plan for us? Um, should we do Reddit yeah. Dump? No, we can play a, um, a quiz a, a, a quiz game. Hold, hold on, let me just get my... Ooh, fun. Okay. Okay. It's game time, everyone. All right, today Ooh, we're going to be... We're going to be talking about Gen Z slang terms. And I'm going to see if you guys know what they mean. All right. I don't even know what the Z stands for. <laughs> Me neither. I don't either. Zaddy, probably. Okay. Zaddy, daddy. When a Gen Zer says no cap, what do they mean? I know. Uh, no joke. That means I'm not lying, man. No lie. No lie. Because cap means that's cap means that's lie. No cap yes, means cap. No cap means that's a lie. No so cap means no I'm right, not no fucking lie. around. Yeah, means so that's no that's cap, man. That's cap means that's a lie. Andrew? Yeah, I go. I, I agree. Are you gonna sigh during that one? 
Your size was <laughs> so audible. No, no, it was a joke. I'm, I said PC. Well, I know, but then the sigh after. I didn't know was, I even sighed. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Sometimes I just have trouble breathing. And I before, got these fat tits that make me it's hard to breathe. <laughs> Andrew's just a pug <laughs> sitting in that chair. Just I am. We need to stop dying. breathing him. I could use a pug <laughs> after that. <laughs> he's, he's an act against God <laughs> and science. That. All right, next up. My natural body is you smoking for seven years. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't even know how to pronounce this, so I will probably do it wrong. Chugi? Yeah. Chugi. It means k. Pretty much. All right, Nikki, it you're killing it. It pretty much means yes. k. Chugi is spelled C-H-E-U-G-Y. And it means my, like... You ain't got no alibi. Was- yeah. That was my favorite rapper. Chuggy, right there, right there. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Be no, right available on, on Spotify. Yeah, Chuggy means, I remember reading the definition of it because it was it like came out, you know, like a couple a year and a half ago. And I remember being like, oh, that's k. It's like when something's cringe. Yes. Kind of, right? No cap. Yeah. This oh, music is amazing. I know it's intense. <laughs> is it too loud? No. No, I, okay. I kind of like it. I feel it's like not I'm not at all. <laughs> this is game I feel like music. I'm about to get news from the president about some bomb that's about to drop. <laughs> <laughs> FBI raids Mar-a-Lago. Mar-a-Lago. Oh yeah, Lago. that happened. All right. What's when a when a person has drip? What does it mean? Oh, they're that's cool. when their dick they is style. smelly. Oh. I think it means that's, they have that's jewelry. Why, that's why oh, Andrew made drip. me they look at his style. dick. He had drip. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, uh, you mean a, you mean style. a necklace around it? J- dude, drip is style. <laughs> you got drip, dog. You drip it with cool. He was wearing an oversized condom <laughs> equals a- actual regular size condom, and it looked so drip. <laughs> that's how I got the drip. Oh, man. Okay, so drip means like, so how do you use it, Noah? Okay, drip refers to your look or style, particularly when it's considered extremely fashionable or sexy. So how would you use it? What would you say? Like, man, you got drip. I'm not a Or like your drip is like off the charts. Or your, oh, okay. Oh, you got that drip. Oh, you got that drip. Okay. Ian knows. Ian gets it. Ian's really on point here. Yeah. Yeah. It's because he has little boys in his basement (laughs) telling him all the words. Hey man, cool it, all right? <laughs> hey, talking Noah, to the boys. Noah, or, yeah, who are you talking Andrew? to me? Because <laughs> the kid just was like, "Is someone trying to save me? I heard someone trying to save me." <laughs> he goes, "Hey man, cool it." <laughs> Ian's like, "No cap, take your hat off before we fight." <laughs> no cap, no cap, drip when no a, cap. Drip when Jewish when boy. He's he's from Thailand. His name's sitting Jewish boy. <laughs> Chug it, chug it, chug it. All right, chug sorry, it. Noah. When a Gen Zer says the new Adele, the new Adele album just hits different. What do they mean? That means just it's, it's, it's really good. Yeah, it's like it hits you deep in your soul. It's a vibe. I think that's that's kind of like ear rape to me. We have this new phrase that we instead of saying ear rape, which just just like is a word <laughs> or a phrase that makes us go ugh. Um, we say irape just as to not uh, trigger people that, that have been yes. rapid. And, a man um, in Sheepshead Bay was and, charged with rape this weekend. 
Yeah. So I, for me, that hits different is a little irape because it just yeah. feels it. It almost feels like Gen Zers don't say it anymore. It feels like we Gen, say it. Yeah, it doesn't feel can like I, a Gen Z thing to me. Is this a Buzzfeed list? Say, from t- <laughs> yes, can, can I just say the next generation? The next generation is so fucked. Could you imagine a parent? A kid that's like 15 now being a parent telling their child that their father had died and being like, listen, I got to be honest, this is not a vibe right now and no cap, your dad died. And the kid's like, ooh. Yeah, but imagine if like... Shoogie. And the kid's like, dude, this hits different. What about yeah, like your dad lived a radical life? Yeah, that life. bullet hit him different too. Yeah, but our language <laughs> sucked too. Like your dad lived a radical life before he got hit by a car or whatever. Well, that ra- radical was kind of gen... Well, I guess it was your... Yeah. <laughs> Are you reading someone's Dude, language? language? What the hell was that? <laughs> That's how my buddy died. That's how his radical. Me. No, he died oh, well, of a heroin overdose, and his That's the guy radical. that gave the eulogy was like. Dude, he was radical, man. He always went hard. We're like, that's why he's dead, you fuck. I um, I remember at my grandma's funeral, I called her a badass in the Catholic Church, and everyone gasped. But she was. She was rolling in that urn, yo. because she had a smelly bottle. Okay. Oh, how dare you? She did have a colostomy bag towards the end of her life, and I do not appreciate that. Mimi, wherever you are. Sorry. Probably look like truck nuts back there. All right, Noah. What else you got? Okay, when you're when you're talking and someone stops you in your track and says "skirt," what do they mean? Like what Like it's almost like a um, record, record scratch. scratch, which which Gen Zers don't know what that sound is. I've heard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like it's when your computer is slow or when Ian talks on this podcast. And especially when, like, when 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 people roll down their window, when they're like, "Hey, roll down your window," like, and you do this, like, no one has Gen a Z, window. No one even does that anymore. And <laughs> when you do that, Arsenio, yeah, it means, hey, hey, um, will you roll down the window? Thank you if you watch Arsenio Hall's new show. Yeah, I'm really, you, I would eat soup, soup really, really quick. Please, please, I need soup. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else? When someone understood the assignment, they do something oh, right Oh, that's wrong. when they just, like, really brought it. When they, like, yeah. dressed to impress, like, oh, look who's serving. Like, yeah. oh, that is, like, really, you, you, yeah. Assignment Wait, feels I have very one. Old. I have one, if you guys want to try it, I, that I just heard. Um, I'm bricked up. What does that mean if you're bricked up? It means you're, uh, you got a lot of money. Uh, what was that, Ian? <laughs> Constipated. That that actually should be what yeah. it means. Okay, I'll yeah. give you a hint. It means money. Um, but like a brick, you have a certain no. amount. Of, yeah, it is. No, no, I'm bricked up. Uh, man, uh, I, I'm let upset. me just say, I cannot be bricked up. Noah cannot be bricked up. So but you guy guys thing. can be bricked up. So when we're hard as a rock. Yep. When you oh. have a boner. I guess our oh, dicks wow. are bricks. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I thought that was a good I one. Got, I like that. But I'm there is a up, thing man. called bricks where they call it where like, like money, you got a like stack of money. of money. Yeah. 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 I got right. a bit. I got a big dong. I'm cinder blocked up. <laughs> <laughs> say less. Say less. Say less. Yeah, yeah. Say less is like you said enough. <laughs> I feel like well, that. Yeah. It's. I think it's uh, a, a discount shoe store. <laughs> pay less. <laughs> <laughs> when someone stops you in your track That's and says say less, they're not being rude. They're just telling you that you've got the that they have the point and they understood yep. what you said. 
I think, okay, you can say it's not being rude, but sorry, say that's less. rude. Say less. <laughs> it's a way to say shh in a nice way. Yeah. Shh. Isn't sh- shush oh, is oh, shush. amazing. I really implore people, shush if more. you're on a plane or if you're in a, like, a crowded restaurant, if you shush, uh, watch the power of the shush because people do not know where <laughs> it's coming from. And everyone will get quiet. It's like we all turn into kindergartners again, and like just everyone will get quiet. I've I've been. I, yep. <laughs> <laughs> no cap, dude. I'm bricked up after that. All right. All right. Uh, and then the last one, very easy. Vibin, your favorite. Oh yeah, vibin. I mean, feeling it. Why do I hate I, the I word vibe? vibe? For so long, I thought it was so good. Like. Cause I used to be like, this is my vibe today, and I used to post like funny pictures, and now it's just so cringe. What's well, vibed with a Z? Now that's like the thing. Oh. Don't hate on my vibes. I saw there was a guy at a show the other night. His hat said "vibes only" on Ugh. the front row. Oh, it was a lot. It was a lot to handle. Everyone went after him. Yeah, I wish I was dead. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what saying is that? <laughs> what <laughs> is there a reason when your clock behind you ian eleven thirty? Yeah. is there meaning behind that or is that just yeah it means that the, the clock, clock is was. is broken i need to get it fixed it's but, it's a mar- oh, but it wasn't it's a like a marble clock um oh. again, i just looked up new slang and i just pressed on like the news just to see the latest and one you listen and I did to the shins okay. no but that's what what just came up why is that a song that's a song by the shins. New yeah, slang. New slang. Yeah. Is it a good song? It's amazing. Oh, You're going to love it. Okay. Um, I will listen to that. But okay. So part of the beauty of TikTok is that, okay. So, so someone's saying Gyat, G-A-G-Y-A-T-T is the latest piece of slang circulating on TikTok. But what does it mean? Gyat. What do you guys think it means? Um, guy named Wyatt. Okay, so users who have seen the word Gaia used either in a video or in a caption may wonder what it means, but as it turns out, the word's meaning is actually fairly Can straightforward. Can you do it in a sentence or in, in like a... That, that's um, the name of one okay. of the boys in my basement. Quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's quiet. 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 Sit on my lap. Okay. So, well, it's actually saying that it could, it could mean... Onion. <laughs> so... The, t- the term could be a couple things. People don't really know. It's either a shortened version of the phrase, God damn, like, God, yeah, like, God damn. Um, the, first, the, stream, the phrase was first used by streamer Your Rage, who would use the term whenever he saw someone curvy pop up during his streams. Okay, that is annoying to read. Yo, and then, it, um, it, it, honestly, we're going back to caveman times. Our language, our, our written word is just becoming symbols with emojis. We're mashing these words together it. and just using <laughs> phrases and guttural yells. Gaiat! Gaiat! Lit! Vibe! Gaiat! Lit! Vibe! I, I no. like it. But now, no. <laughs> I like this now, too. Gaiat is G-Y-A-T. That can mean get your act together. And I like that. That's nice. No cap. But not if you're saying it to an overweight woman. You know what I mean? It doesn't work there. That's what that's what you say to Andrew before he goes on stage. Did you hear me? Okay, wait a second. This is one that says. <laughs> no, you're on a delay. Um, your whole I, life. Why am I on a fucking delay again? Okay. <laughs> no, we all heard it getting, in real time. You're not on a delay. It didn't. It, it was. <laughs> It was on time. On delay, on delay. Mama, yeah, yeah. Oh, what's happening now? Well, Five, five thought. 
Okay, so wait a second. I just so I just googled this because I want more of these. Guy, um, damn okay, it. Okay, so so there's one called. Oh shit! I, I just actually come on, guy for the you, army, you. and I just signed up for the army. Um, Nikki, army hammer. This what? says. This says. Forget about it. Oh, forget. Twelve New York City <laughs> oh slang God. terms you should know. Who the fuck doesn't know? Forget about it. Okay, number one, schmear. I'm walking which, over by here. The way, oh. my friend. Forget about it. <laughs> Bodega, hero, brick. Okay, yes, many New York City buildings are bricked, but that's not what brick means. Okay, what does brick mean? It's brick. We already said it, it dude. Oh, it's it's cold. so oh, brick cold. right now. It's cold. It's cold. It's yes. cold. Okay. Um. Bronx Here, cheer. What's it. Bronx cheer? Bron oh, Bronx cheers when you yell at someone or you're mean. That was me buzzing in. Yeah. You can't buzz in after you answer. A fart noise by blowing through your lips is suggestive of the perceived uncouth manners of those in the Bronx. So huh? it's what? What the fuck is that? Okay. Um. Schlep. Pie, dead ass. Okay, we all know what you know. Pie, pizza, schlep is to carry. Um, dead ass. That's Are you Justin's serious? Asshole. The New Yorkers may label you dead ass, a term <laughs> dating back to the 1950s that once referred to resting on one's posterior, but now means something more like sincere. Like I'm dead ass serious. Obviously, I think that's um, Kim Kardashian's ass. Regular coffee. Regular. Yeah. Coffee that's just black. 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 Yeah. Um, apparently it says, do you want a black coffee? Ask for black coffee. Do you want a coffee with cream and sugar in New York as well as in Boston? That's a regular coffee. Mm. No. Um, Who wrote this? Some Gen Zer? Yeah, I guess. Regular. Um, I heard, <laughs> I, so I watched the movie Casablanca yesterday. Here's looking at you, kid. Yes. Have you ever seen it? Just that part. It's <laughs> so good. Have you ever seen it, Ian? Uh, no. <laughs> um, but they... They had a, a phrase in there that I really liked that I want to bring Was it back. Dead ass? No, it's um, <laughs> um, he's talking, he's talking to her about um. Well, you told me a story, kid, and that was it had a real wow finish. Is this story you're gonna tell me right now? Is that gonna have a wow finish? Because I'd really like a wow finish. A wow finish meaning like, uh, have you ever heard that? A wow finish? I, I've heard yeah, wow. I, I've, wow. I've heard it while I'm having sex. Wow. Finished. <laughs> <laughs> wow, finish? And it well, finished. Gayat. 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 I really did not think I liked old movies, and I think I'm into it. Oh, I just saw an old movie the other day. What? Called Hard Times. You've got mail? Oh, really? What was it? It's with. I've never seen a movie with this Charles Bronson guy. I've always heard about him from Quentin Tarantino. Oh, and that's all this wish. Shit. You uh, got to get into Charles Bronson. Yeah, he's great. He doesn't talk at all. He's just this strong, silent type, and they just really lean into it. Yeah, he doesn't Harry like the end of this. Did Brian movie, watch it with you? No, I just watched it alone. Yeah, it's like I don't know. At the end of the movie, like they're like, "Do you got anything to say?" And he's just like, "No," and just walks off. Like it literally, there's nothing. There's no ending. It's just him walking off, like a strong man. I really want to watch more old movies because I think I. I always didn't want to watch them because my dad always wanted me to watch them. And I was just always just like, there's no, anything my dad wants me to do. I just didn't want to yeah, do. And it's such a dumb thing because yeah. my dad has great taste. And so I finally watched Casablanca because I saw some meme. I actually saw a meme of some of, you know, like of all the gin joints in, oh. the, in the world. Yeah, that dinosaur one. And I was like, you know what? I need to see Casablanca. And I love movies 
where the people don't end up together in the end. And I'm not spoiling this because that movie, if you don't know the ending, like they don't end up together. But if you have any movies to send me where the people don't end up together and they love each other, but they cannot be together like Romeo and Juliet style, will you please send them to me? Because that is my favorite genre. And I don't know why. Um, Here's here's my Gen Z. Here's my Gen Z term about my last relationship in regards to Casablanca. Yo, my life is a oh, movie. Oh, yeah, can I watch the movie of your life? <laughs> yeah, my life is a movie. They don't end up together. Oh, Ian. Ian, how are you doing on your breakup as we close out the show? I just want to check in on your um, how you're doing. Has the podcast filled the void? I'm great. The podcast, the cat, the bike, positive vibes only. Hey, man. You know they best say year it's of my cats, life. Dude. God bless. I love her, you know. Different people. So it was one year you were together. Moving forward, yeah, a little little longer than that. But you know, I I I say it takes uh, half the amount of time in the relationship to get over it. I I spent all all this money on getting us like a hotel for our anniversary at the at the beach and everything, and had to get the deposit back. So I'm just getting tattoos on my body of the um, beach, the receipt. Of the activities of what Whoa. we should have been doing. Wow. <laughs> that, no cap. That was cool. <laughs> just, that was kind of cool. Just, I don't know. Yeah. That was not you that. You should get that one with the big fucking wheels and this, you know, that you ride them as oh, a couple. Oh, yeah. Ferris the big wheel? beach bike things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, man. It's, no, it's like, what, what can you do? Yeah. It's life. You move forward. How are you doing with your breakup, Nick? Well, we're back together. So pretty good. Um, but. Yeah. I'm sorry to, I, you know, it, no but apologies. It was, no but you know apologies. what? I, I do, I do enjoy breakups. And I have to say this, and I know that they're hard, and I don't wish them on anyone because they're so fucking tough. But there is, you do come out of it. I, you, most of the time, I mean, there are sometimes where people are like, and my dad never recovered after my mom left him, and he, do, you know, like there's always those. Yeah. But <laughs> I do feel like for the most part, breakups you just get to enjoy music more. I think that's the best joy of it is like being able to listen to songs and like, and feel, feel, I don't know. I feel like so many times my emotions, I'm reading this book about women with autism and I'm realizing I definitely, is that the book you're working on? It's insane. (laughs) (laughs) Every book I'm working on is written by a woman with autism, but um, (laughs) it's, uh, it's about how like, autism, um, People with autism uh, don't really ha- – they they only feel their feelings if they're, like, extreme. Otherwise, they just don't – they really are kind of, like, running pretty muted. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I kind of like breakups sometimes because I feel normal. I feel human. I feel, like, tapped into feelings that other people are having more frequently. Like, I know people that cry, like, all the time. Like, my, I have girlfriends who, like, will cry every day. And not because not they're depressed normal. people. But because they're just – no, it is being sad, not every day, but a couple times a week, like having a range of emotions that you go through is normal. And that, I just do not have that. And I'm that's emotional. Dysregulation. And I feel like during a breakup, I get to feel things. Well, yeah, but I feel like that's emotional dysregulation. If you're crying every other day, you know, like crying is good. It releases a valve and lets, you know, these poisons yes. and toxins get out. And it's absolutely necessary. Yeah. But I feel like doing it every couple of days is like a deeper issue that needs to be addressed. You know, I don't know. I think that some people are just more emotional people. And that's just, a you know, like 
like anything, some people are more active and they need to like run every day. They need to work out mm -hmm. really hard to like work off that energy. I think some people mm -hmm. just have their hormones or whatever, like cause, cause I have friends that can just cry and then get about their, like they could just weep on their bed yeah. for like 15 minutes about whatever's going on in their life. And then they go and they're Brenna great. Will watch a video of like an old man, like hugging his grandson. Sure, yes. And just be like, it's so, I was like, I've, how and now we're just gonna eat Soder dinner you used to call it uh like you know like coming for tear, your eyes. tear porn tear yeah porn. like yeah. where he would just watch like a a mentally you know handicapped person get into college and then he would just feel it, like be able to like get it out oh dude and one um, time in the one time in the middle of the night i was watching one of those soldier come soldier come home videos and it was like the dog so at the funeral <laughs> And I was crying so oh. loud. My roommate tried to come in and goes, hey, are you all right? And I was like, oh, I'm masturbating. I'm sorry. Like, I was so embarrassed. And I was crying. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. That is the problem with um, uh, guys? men yeah. and emotions. Is yeah. that they'd rather their roommate. I'm fucking my own ass. I'm fucking my own ass. There is, it's, there's a lot. There's official, isn't it? It hurts. <laughs> yeah. Justin's here. Yeah, it's um <laughs> Yeah, I think that man, dude, I'm reading this book and I'm fucking I just sent it to But the, is it like, like one of those chat. things with like horoscopes when you read them like that's No, me. well that's what I thought. Because yeah. I was like I, I first read the book and the, one of the a bestie sent it to me. And if you want to know the name of it, let me just quickly pull Cuz I think up. I have a lot of those tendencies too. That well, this they is about carry over. Um, women mainly. It's called Divergent Mind. It's by Janara something her name just disappeared. Janara Narenberg. And um, she sounds smart, right? Thriving in a world that doesn't that wasn't designed for you. And they listed all these things, and I was reading them, and I was like, yep, 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 yep. But then I'm like, I think everyone has yeah. all these. So I sent it to my group chat with all my girlfriends. With I think there's eight of us on there. Um, and I said, guys, is this like just one of those things where it's like all of us, mm -hmm. and I'm just trying to find, I'm trying to like figure out. And they were like. No, Nikki. Like on all of them were like, I think I relate to ten percent of these things, and I relate to like eighty percent of oh, them. Oh wow! Will you send it to me? Yeah, I want to play it. Yeah, but yeah. it's for women. It, autism. Sure, but there doesn't. Oh, there doesn't. In women. Oh, than really? Men. But yeah, I, it, I feel like it'd be similar. But that's just. Well, but, I'll read some of them if you want. Yeah, yeah, just real yeah. quick. Um. Okay. Seeing things at multiple levels, including her own thinking process, escaping in thought or action to survive overwhelming emotions and senses. Continually analyzing existence, the meaning of life, and everything. Experiencing feelings of confusion and being overwhelmed. Experiencing, um, feeling extreme relief. This is this is the one that I is so me. But I do think this is, I think a lot of people have social anxiety now because of the pandemic and mm -hmm. phones and everything. So this, but feeling extreme relief when she doesn't have to go anywhere, talk to anyone, answer calls, or leave the house. But at the same time, harboring guilt for hibernating mm. and not doing what everyone else is doing. Literally, that is the that is the headline of my life. It's like I don't want to do things, but I'm I want to try to be like everyone else. Perceiving oh, visitors I, at I home think, as a threat. I, I think I'm I'm reading the same list. Getting mad when you have a dream that your boyfriend cheats and the being upset with him for most of the morning. Um, oh my god, cool. who the fuck does that? <laughs> yeah, right. Are you serious? Fucking People do that. Women. Leave her. <laughs> if a woman is getting mad at you about a dream she had about you, leave her. Run. No, not mad, but life. just upset. Like upset. Like and little, like, like pouty, and like, it a thing of like well, you get go to therapy, bitch. Mm. That is why so did I think that? bricked up in that dream. Yeah. Um, perceiving know. visitors. This is a weird one. Perceiving visitors at home is a threat. 
This can be even a familiar family member, knowing logically that visitors are not a threat, but still feeling like they are. Wow. Um, obsessing about the potentiality of a relationship with someone, particularly love interest or new friendship, like obsessing about just the potential. I am only obsessed with potential. I don't even like to obsess when I'm in things. It's being confused by the rules of accurate eye contact, tone of voice, proximity of the body. Okay, listen to this thing. And I know this is me being like, I'm a main character and everything is me. But this, I've never related to something more. I, um, uh, Chris used to coin this thing for me early in our relationship where I would just, when I wanted to leave somewhere, I'd just go like, okay, I'm going to go and like stand up. And he coined it, he called it the glazer exit because there was never any... Like, like warning or anything. Yeah. It. And I just never understood what that meant. And I even find myself the other day, I was with someone and I knew I needed to go and I realized and I stopped myself because I know that that people are jarred by me leaving early, but I don't understand what you're supposed to do. So this says that, um, uh, uh, but did you have to leave to get to something or were you no, overwhelmed? I was just like, I was just ready just done to with go. It. Okay. It was time to go. And I just didn't want to go, well, I think I'm going to go in five minutes. Yeah, that's annoying I'm because go then everyone goes, minutes. no, stay. Just stay. I just pick up my shit and go. Yeah, I'm yeah. ready to go. So, I think some people like to hear, stay. No, stay. Yes. We need you here. That, isn't that a version of the Irish goodbye? No, like where you just, just get up and leave? Because like for me, I, and the way it's described in this, it's people are... The idea of doing things so that it's socially acceptable and makes other people feel comfortable yeah. just to like up because right. but really I'm not saying anything wrong. I just have to go. It has nothing to do yeah, with but, you. But, but I have to like now the, make you feel safe is so stupid. The the Irish goodbye is like leaving without saying goodbye and your thing is, that you're is saying like that you anxiety. just get up and go. I do the Italian goodbye, which is where I say I'm gonna leave. I tell a really long winded story and then people ask me to go. <laughs> and with that we will go thank you so much for being on the show Ian we missed you so much please come back as a guest I know everyone will be so excited that you're on this episode check out Me and Ian it's now available um, everywhere podcasts are please support him download his podcast uh, rate and review on podcast things and we would love it and support the Lumineers if not Ian they They need need help they're they're, they're a young new band (laughs) yeah don't forget uh, (laughs) hey hey, thank you for listening don't be chicken and jack and ears <laughs> looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results but also empower you with a sense of complete control enter conair girl bomb your secret weapons for smooth sleek results made just for women from the ultimate girl bomb grip and professional grade blades you don't have to compromise and settle for less Conair Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. 
Yes, she's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. And I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 